Um, a bit of a change of scenery. We're in a, a new sort of studio here. Um, you know, we had the old one, but we've uh, transferred into this one. Uh, how are you, Lucas? I'm well, thanks. How are you? I feel more comfortable in this setting, I reckon. Um, yeah, I, I do feel like we're going to have a more of a relaxing chat and, you know, get to know a little bit more about uh, you and high school and ending and stuff like that going to the real world how was that experience mentally yeah mentally it was a smooth transaction because uh well at this stage i was talking to my friends and family about leaving school and and really the teachers sort of helped me to put forth an effort to go and apply at these places and and yeah like I said, it was a smooth transaction because I went straight into the workforce with my father. And yeah, I know actually some people have had difficulties with uh, moving into the real world and, and actually finding a job and, and going into an interview and paying rent and some do, I know. Um, so was like the change scary at all? Like, you know, people, might, like you might be overthinking things like, oh, now I have to get a job, you know, I've done 13 years of school now I have to go and get a job I have to make money I have to you know as you said pay rent and stuff like that there's more responsibilities how was that mentally like I say it's a difficult transaction for for anyone but I reckon the most sort of yeah I wouldn't say it would be scary I'd just say it's a, a new chapter to all to everyone's lives and to to really look forward to the workplace that's what I found was was effective for me um the people like in your life when you um you know just moved from school into the outside world who helped you in that time yeah so my friends and family helped me a lot actually my teachers i said to them i'm, I'm going to be leaving so they also gave me encouragement and can commend me for for lasting this long in the in school and they also helped me to um put forth an effort to go and reach out to these, like a tradies, like a plumbers, carpenters, electricians, just to ask for like a week work experience and then just to get the taste of what it actually feels like to be in the workforce. So I guess, yeah, friends, family, uh, teachers, and and just anyone who could really understand, understand what I was going through. So like, what are the benefits of going into the outside world because you would definitely have a lot more lenience like you know you've you've got a car um you know you can drive places you know you've got more free time as well what do you think yeah i i do say it's a lot more lenient but once you actually sort of get a get to a job and get regular and a regular routine in the job it's yeah it comes with its challenges like there is some leniency, yeah, like you can um, go out and hang out with your friends after work or something, or go and drive a little bit further and go explore places like, like for instance, I went to Glen Rowan with my friend from Melbourne, he, when we saw Ned Kelly, like he's never seen Ned Kelly before, so that was a good experience for him to have a look at, and 
yeah, no, it's, it's definitely been a good change. Yeah. Leniency and free time and, yeah. Like a lot of people have been, like, graduating and things like that right now. Uh, you know, we're finished. Do you think you missed out this year, like, socially? Yeah, that's a good question. Yes and no, like, I missed out. So, I would have liked to <laughs> finish year 12, but... Like I said, it was it was a good transaction finishing year twelve, like finishing year eleven, sorry, yeah. and going into the workforce. But yeah, I do think it would have been good to sort of see my friends for one last time, just to muck around with them and and say goodbye, like because I probably won't ever see them again. But nah, yeah, it was good and bad for me. Yeah, that, that's the thing. Like um, as you said, like people split, like they just go apart. Everyone just has their own lives now. Yeah, it's right. pretty crazy because, like, it's crazy to me because everyone's, you know, so into routine and stuff and everyone sees each other every day. And then your life completely changes after this period of time. It's it's uh, quite difficult for some people to get over, but then also it, it's a good change uh, for you to be able to go into the workforce, make money and do, just do something different in life. In the real world, what have you been doing in your free time? I've been playing music and I've been actually recently started um, making pottery, like making pots out of pottery. And yes, I've been doing that for for about what, six, seven months now. So I thoroughly enjoy it with the pottery, and I've made a few few little um, pots here and there. But it's, it's been good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You should have you should have bring one in to the studio. <laughs> should've, yeah, should've. I've got some pictures there to show you. As okay, well, so. okay. Well, I'll put them up on the screen then. I'll put them. I'll put them up on the screen while we keep talking. Yeah, yeah, no problem. So, like, what kind of like clay do you use? Yeah, so the normal clay that we use for all sort of pots, uh, like stoneware. So that's normally like your your cut your cups, your coffee cups, and your your planters and, and all that. So there's that's the stoneware and there's terracotta, which is obviously, you know, the terracotta pots. So you can put plants in them. and Yeah, so they really absorb the water. Mm. And then you've got the terracotta stoneware and there's porcelain as well, a different type of stoneware. And I think that's about it. I'm sure there's other little yep. variant types of uh, clay, but... So That's the main three. So do you use that um like that round thing and then you like uh, put it up and down? That's a wheel. Yeah. So yeah. you actually got a pottery wheel and you you cone up and down and that's how you sort of get a center and yeah it's actually really hard at first but once you get hang of it it's it's easy. It's so like how, uh, playing anything. So how long does it take um for you to make one of these things with the wheel with you know um preparation? How long does it take? Yeah, so for preparation, all you need is your like your your tools, your sponges, and just water. Like, yeah. So you can keep the uh, the clay wet. So normally it takes around ten to twenty minutes just to make the the item, like the clay pot, for instance. You put it on like a like a like a like a board like this sort of type of thing, and then you wait till it dries until it gets leather hard. Yep. And then at that stage, you trim it. Use your other trimming tools, different type of tools there are. And then you can trim it down, make it all look nice and smooth. And then you put it back up on the shelf to dry it once more. 
you put it in the bisque firing, so that makes it like have that little sound, like the like that right. sort of t- not like, not like that, but like that's tin or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it makes it sort of like a a lot harder. So when you put the glaze on, it's like a thick sort of painty tile, like microfiber tiles sort of type of thing. Yeah, that you put on, and then you put it in there, and then put it back on the shelf in the uh, kiln room so and then once they sort of sort everything out once you've paid for it and everything like that you can they then put it in the kiln to fully fully um what's the word fully fire and then once it comes out it cools down then it's ready to be picked up wow yeah that's a a very lengthy process that is a big process but um hopefully the outcome is uh the best part of it Oh, it's, it's the most satisfying, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, like, obviously, like, leaving high school, um, people would get jobs and stuff. And um, I've heard you've got, an, uh, you've got a job at Dan Murphy's. Yes. Yeah, I have got a job there. If anyone wants to know what days I work, Tuesdays and Fridays, if you want to come in and see me, you're welcome to. There we go. And uh, give him a good word as well. <laughs> yes. A, every time you buy, like, a certain drink or anything, it, after you've you've purchased it there's like a review thing like how did it, how was your customer service or for instance yeah so they send it out so if you don't mind putting a good review in it okay. always helps the uh, wanger out a team out so is it is it like from like one star to five star or is it like a, yeah. a one out of ten no i think it's both actually one one to five star and one out of ten like just a review on how we uh how we did as a as a as a team like at dan murphy's like if you're for instance, how was your customer experience? Was people were people nice? Did they say hello? Were there any issues with your purchase? Or mm, yeah, right. There's something. But like, why did you go for this job? Yeah, well, at first, actually, I saw on the news on the Channel Seven News that I saw um, Dan Murphy's were were hiring, and I thought, oh, I've never worked at Dan Murphy's before, and it's my first retail store as well. So I thought, oh, why not get a little bit of retail experience? I put, applied there, and then within the next month, I was I had my first training shift. Like obviously, you work a lot with alcohol and yes, stuff. Yes, I do. Do you have uh, what's okay? What is your favourite alcohol? Well, that's it's just like how how long's a piece of string? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very broad statement. Um, no, yeah, I guess my favorite sort of spirits is a gin like i always like my gins like the roku gins and the bilson's gin they're quite nice actually um yeah a nice summer drink actually they've got a a nice bilson's passion fruit and vodka that's a nice summer drink if you want to try it it's in a yellow sort of can try it out how about Um, how about wine are you are you a wine guy because you're italian you have to be a wine guy yeah no i do like my shiraz and and uh, Capsav and, and everything like that. But, yeah. Actually, one one wine that stands out to me is uh, Johnny Vincent Sam's. They're uh, three wog, uh, wog guys that try to, that try to imitate their, their, like their descendants of being Italian. And they, they make the accent like this, like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so they, they've made a wine and I, I purchased it a while ago. And, yeah, I haven't tried it yet. So hopefully it's a good, but I recommend that to anyone. So obviously you're dealing with customers on a day-to-day basis. What? Uh, just try to keep it confidential. 
but what was the worst experience with a customer? That's a good question, actually. I think any time you have to ID someone, it's always a bad experience or a good experience. Right. One experience I had was if they're underage, obviously you have to refuse alcohol of service because it's we think uh, we as Dan Murphy think that you're going to supply the the minor as with some alcohol so we have to refuse services so yeah I've had a few abrupt not abrupt but like a pretty angry people who have disputed the the fact and then we'll just politely told them look you're on a licensed premises you're not allowed to uh, um, buy alcohol but I alcohol here because you're with a minor and we need to see his ID. So, yeah, it's it's actually quite frightening at first, <laughs> yeah, when you first do it, but it gets a little bit easier. Has anyone, like, yelled at you or something? You know, you haven't served them alcohol or whatever. Have they gone off at you? No, no, they haven't been off at me yet, which is good because <laughs> I don't want to deal with that. But, yeah, yeah. Um, no, yeah, like I said, it's... It's a little bit hard to uh, reject them, even though we want to sort of encourage lots of customers into Dare Murphy because it's good for our name and, and everything like that. But it comes to a certain point where you just have to you have to do the right thing. Thank you, Lucas, for being on the podcast. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, don't forget to uh, go into Dan Murphy's, put in a five star review. Um, and also, if you want to see visual elements of this podcast, go to the Bigger Picture podcast on YouTube. Uh, and, you know, there'll be clips there, there'll be episodes there, so you can tune in. But then also, if you're listening just here on Spotify, um, yeah, just keep updated. And I'm going to be posting lots of interviews and interviewing, um, yeah, lots of people soon. So uh, stay tuned. So uh, thank you to the production team, and we'll see you next time.